I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. How have I been this successful in life? Hey. Hi folks. Welcome back. We're live. We're back after a week off. Uh, there was no MMA that happened last week. Um, or at least none we're talking about. So we skipped it. Uh, I don't know if we were, were even going to recap it. I didn't watch it. I was out of town. Um, I assume Wes watched it because Wes watches everything. John, borderline. We'll we'll, uh, we'll see. But we're back. There's three of us. Um, you know, we're we're getting there. We we might get uh, the the other Jew back at, at some point. But he don't he don't even show up for Bear Jew cards. He's missed a Glover card, a Dobrox card. A this guy's he's he? he's fucking retired, bro. He's retired. He's done. The kids kids ruined him. Sad. It's coming. It's, it's coming for you in tough. a couple of years too. Wes. Nah, nah. I'm too old for that shit. You can't break me. <laughs> too set in my ways. You would be broken. You would be broken years ago. <laughs> yeah. But uh, how are you guys doing? What's, uh, I haven't chatted with you on the podcast in in a while. It's it's been Sean and I holding down the fort. So how's things yeah. going? Yeah, it's it's good to be back, man. I always. Uh, truly miss being able to to do this for a couple hours every week you you have no idea uh yeah did uh did the little wild man's uh uh birthday party sunday two years now shit's so so fucking quick uh yeah i paid about 500 bucks to watch him do what he does in the driveway every day just roll the ball down the floor while all the other kids are in the bounce houses and and shit you know uh glad they and they enjoyed that but yeah good time man um got every everything booked and locked in for homies trip in october we're all gonna make it to vegas hopefully we can get a uh, two or three of our 10 listeners i know know our boy dan tom always meet us up out there uh, should be a fun time really looking looking forward to that for sure yeah, I talked to a, a couple people that I I know in Vegas, uh, Dan, and uh, reach reach out to Nick as well, just to, to let him know that I'd be in town because I haven't uh, chatted or seen him in in a long time. But so, is there a chance we could get an appearance from Brad on the Gambler's Perspective with uh, Nick Kalikas and the man you himself? Never you never know. That's <laughs> That's going to launch us into the stratosphere after all these years. One, I mean, like, I mean, how how fucking sick is the hammer and our boy Pelosa going to be when Nick big ups us on the fucking bet, the better's perspective and the show just takes the fuck off? It will forever be immortalized on UFC Fight Pass. Just incredible stuff. Um, who, who could imagine the day? Uh, anyway, it's going to be fun. October, late October, if anybody's in the uh, the Vegas area, I'm sure we'll be chatting about it a little bit more as we get closer. But we just got uh, most of the stuff booked. I, I think Sean and I still need to book some flights. But uh, 
other than that, we are confirmed a, a go for Vegas. And first time we'll all have been together in person since 2015. I think it was like 16. Five. I think it was 16. 16? Yeah, okay. it was the, the years. 15, seven must, years. 15 was probably Nashville, and then 16 yeah. was Vegas, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Jeez. year the Cubs won the World Series was the last time we were in Vegas together. Seven years. Crazy. And we're still doing this shit. Love it. Sean, how are you? I'm beardless, so I'm a bit sad. <laughs> beardless. You look, you look kind of cute. I'll take what I can get Wesley at, the, at this point. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't. How does the wife, how does the wife feel? That's all the that really wife matters. is not, not happy. So she likes the bush man. Look, she, well, she likes the caveman. Uh, well. Next time you uh, shave it, send it, send it over this way. I could, uh, I could use some. I'm getting her. Up top, you know? <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, it was, it was a pile. It was a pile in the sink. It was, it was pretty gnarly, but uh, yeah, I, I did it so I can win some bets. Uh, maybe, maybe that'll, that'll turn go. this year around. Cause it's been hilariously I mean, bad. What if you start winning? Like, do you, like, you gotta be. <laughs> It's gonna be a hard that's choice with the one. That's a hard. Gone, that's right? a hard choice. Uh, she's gonna have to make some decisions. Worth, uh, regrowing do you it want or me not to keep losing it? our money? Yeah. Or do you want the I mean, shit. She kept on cheering on uh, Vegas Golden Knights while I had a good chunk of money <laughs> on uh, Dallas and the Oilers and Bobrovsky, and that just all got flushed down the tubes. And she's, uh, yeah, she's just like, yeah, she's my team won. No mercy. Just like, People just don't understand. Yeah, it's she's not. Never, she's never that had that feeling, wins. right? <laughs> yeah, it's not important if your team wins if you don't make money on it. Jeez, oh. you gotta get her to start throwing down some bets. That's do something. That's gonna Shit. happen. Bad. It's bad. <laughs> um, do we want to talk about last week's card at all? Let's okay. rip through it. We can rip do the whole preliminary card, and we can talk about two of the fights. I am literally going to read all of the results. And Let's then go. you guys can talk about whatever you want to talk about from the card. Um, because I don't have any feelings about anything. Island Perez, decision over Ashley Evans-Smith, who is apparently in the UFC. Alex Munoz, decision over Carl Deaton, third. Azat Maxim, split decision, robbery over Tyson Nam. Didn't watch it. Probably a robbery, though. Tyson Nam, plus 300. Still... Uh, Still would have taken it. Evan Elder, decision over Gennaro Valdez. The Milk Weasel, Costa, taking the decision over Austin Lingo. Oh, Milky now, too. Uh, Victoria Dudakova. That's not a lady. That's a Dudakova, man. (laughs) Uh, Taking out Estela Nunez. I heard that there was some freaky injury here. 34 seconds of the first round. That's the only reason it didn't go to decision. Melsic Bagdasarian, decision over Tucker Putz. Uh, main card now, Nazim Sadikov, second round rear naked choke over Terrence McKinney, because that dude only has three minutes of fighting in him. Norma Dumont, decision over Chelsea Chandler. I saw one clip from this fight. It was the one where she sprinted right straight first, headfirst into the cage. A new all-time. New all-time. Love it. 
this is a real sport and that is a real division. I gotta I gotta give old girl credit. She did tweet out and put the pick and said the moment I knew I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um no. LR, one of these women didn't expose her breasts. That was in like a YouTube boxing, boxing match. Uh funny story about that chick. Uh, Daniela Helmsley, I believe is her name. Uh, she brought shame to the whole Helmsley family. Hunter Hurst Helmsley, terribly pissed off about it. Uh, she's kicked out. She's not allowed in Greenwich anymore. It's uh, It's been a scandal of the highest order. You can't, uh, can't take a high-class family like that and just throw their name in the mud. Shame on you, Daniela Helmsley. Jun Yong Park. Rear naked choke, second round over we got the doer I have. That dude is doo-doo. Um, Francisco Prado defeats. Is is Ottman the bag man or is that the other guy? Ottman's the bag man, right? What's he in got the bag? Right. Yeah, he got the bag. I think the other yeah. one brought the, the bag. The other one right? delivered the bag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, either way, he got knocked out by Francisco Prado. <laughs> otherwise known as Drew Dober's South American son. Jack Maddalena sucks. Weeks out of split decision against Basil Halfass. Uh, and Myra Bueno Silva, MBS herself, takes out the old bone saw on Holly Holm. Just- How the fuck did we miss last week with this kind of content? Just... <laughs> This, this is all I've got. The, it's a fucking I mean, machine gun of fucking names going on this card. The, uh, the, that's a dude to cover, bro. It's like <laughs> that's all time shit right there. That's good shit. Um. Anyway, she, she took out Holly Holm. Uh, we'd like to think that would be the last time that Holly Holm's ever in a main event. Nope. Three months down the road, she's going to be headlining an Apex card. They West. they literally on Thoughts. the broadcast at one right before the fight or right at the beginning of the fight literally said she was like the the biggest women's boxing star ever or something to that effect. I'm like, oh my god, they're they're gonna give us Holly Home main events for years to come with this kind of talk. Like just incredible. Um yeah, not much early on, I don't guess. Um yeah, that that elbow was nasty stuff. Like I, I had the over in that fight, of course. <laughs> and um, yeah, you don't post like that on takedowns. Like when are people gonna fucking learn? Like we see it all the time. Um, made made it even better that it was in the apex, so you could just hear her screaming and it just echoing in that goddamn piece of. And shit. there's a somebody <laughs> tweeted a video from a from their phone cage side after that. And it was like somehow even worse than the actual broadcast. Somebody cage side recorded the video and it just had an even worse sound to it, dude. Yeah. Just watch watching this card. I didn't watch it live. So I watched a bunch of this stuff, uh, skip through a lot of it on, on fight pass. And of course on fight pass, they don't go to commercial. So you got to hear a lot of those fucking whales from her in uh fucking apex. Yeah, um yeah, Sadikoff I thought had a decent win over McKinney. Um 
that was a wild ass fight. He did like get away with some uh some vet cage grab shit. Like they are I don't know, man. We saw it a lot. Like uh on this card, fucking Herb smacking gloves six or seven times. Her, or, uh, Herb Melsick is just like the all time cheater goat. He dude gotta do it. It was it's it was bad it. on this card. <laughs> it it was pretty bad. Um yeah, Chandler all time meme. That that's just all time meme shit. She'll she'll never live. The the Iron Turtle is like a legit tough out. I, I think if you want to see if a dude can be a top ten guy, top twelve dude, feed him the Iron Turtle and see where he stacks up. Because that guy is a legit tough out. Even though Albert's doo doo. Um, yeah, Prado insane knockout. Um, Madalena. Um. This dude is a fucking blooming fucking plant, just ready to sprout out of the ground. Look, is it like it's like wilting a little bit though after this performance? Is it? He, I hope I so. See the fight, but he's got to so, like, man. he's got to have like the total right matchups for one. He, the dude gets hit. Anybody that's got some pop, like this dude, fucking half ass. Yeah, I got more punching power than this dude. Like he laid it on Madeline at times, dude, and just couldn't really hurt him. One of these dudes are gonna is gonna crack that dude and hurt him. Um, man, his takedown defense is fucking shaky as fuck. I just there's so many holes that got exposed. Not to say that like uh this dude had a decent performance off of like a weak fucking uh notice and shit. Dude was in shape, cardio was pretty good. Um Hope we get to see him fight again. I'm sure they'll give him another fight, but that I, that shouldn't give you like big hope about Madalena being some kind of title contender coming off. That he's fight. only 26. I, he's I get it. 26, and, that, and, and he's on a short notice too. Like he's taking a guy on short notice and a dude that like trains at a legit gym with legit guys and shit. I get that. Madalena also like that guy is tough as fuck. Madalena gets a lot of guys out of there. He I don't won know that what fight that, too. That wasn't he, like yeah. he won that fight. He won two rounds of that fight. I don't know what Hafez is is made of, but there's a lot of guys out there that would have got a, got out of there a lot earlier. Yep. Now I, I just think it's a good learning experience. You, you definitely got to pump the brakes a bit on, on pushing this guy too quickly, but yeah, he's got to learn. Don't don't drop guillotine ten times. Actually, that, stuff takedowns. That was it right there. Right, that's why he kept ending up on his back, like. I think it was three times he went jump yeah. guillotine and all he had to do yeah. was just fight off the takedown. To be fair, and, and against shittier guys, he probably gets those guillotines, but this guy is actually a decent grappler and, and did what you were supposed to do uh, when, when guys drop for guillotines. But, man, I think his like JDM his body still work is Brady? still... Question mark? What's up? Madalena still beats Brady? Question mark from our boy Steve. Goombas, uh, Goombas Max Bet Brady. He's never wrong. You know, you're at least going to end up with CLV if you don't get the win. So you win regardless. I I think, I mean, it's fucking crazy because um, Brady got knocked out by Bilal Muhammad. So, (laughs) but Bilal Muhammad was also able to stuff those takedowns. So it's, I think Brady probably beats the Jack Medellina that showed up on Saturday. Now that he's learned some shit. Hopefully he shores up that defense, doesn't drop for guillotines. It might be a harder out next time. Yeah, and he did have two weight cuts in two weeks. I, I don't know a, if he fully just... weight cut for, for the Brady fight, because, I mean, that, 
that was kind of earlier in the week, but still peaking twice in two weeks is not the easiest. So I get that there's definitely some holes with JDM, but he's still very offensive. He is very good. It's there, it's always going to be the defense that you need to to shore up and the, and the takedown defense. So there's a lot we'll of guys. I hope that's all enough to give us a good number next time around. There's a lot of guys in fighting who are very good offensively. The way you separate those guys from the top seven ten dudes are. Yep. Can you not get cracked in your jaw? Can you stop a takedown? You got some cardio. Like, I think Madalena's matchups. Madalena's got two of those. Matchups. He's definitely got two of those. He can take a fucking punch he's got cardio got to start working on the takedown defense not get hit so much like it's gonna it's gonna add up eventually like we thought luke was the next coming the dude started getting hit too much and eventually started getting knocked out it's it's gonna happen at least at least luke had some jujitsu <laughs> yeah i mean i, I like madalena though I, I i do like uh I, I hope he can share those things up we'll see yep is he even train at one of the big camps in Australia or is he in the U S now? He's definitely not in the U S with the way he wrestles. Yeah. I don't Uh, think he trains with one of the few. There's only a couple of them. Whatever scrappy MMA is. Yeah. That's not one of them. No, (laughs) that's in Perth. Yeah. See, he's not even on the good side of Australia. Yeah. He's not even on the good side of Australia to train in the North. Yeah. Jeez. Like those dudes either go to like one or two gyms on the other side of Australia, or they go to Thailand and train at fucking Tiger. Like it's like one or the I, other. I think I've heard of him maybe being a Tiger for a bit, but I don't know. That yeah, like he might do spot do. duty, but his main camp is not with any scrappy special, MMA. So, yeah, so he might not might not be a bad idea to to move on over to to the U.S. and, and get some get some I mean, wrestling going. Look at Glover. Glover didn't fully break through until the teenagers got older and shit. Like you can't be in the gym with a bunch of fucking body bags, bro. And now he's got innovative training methods, like trying to drown each other in a river. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) like Glover beats half most of these dudes right now. I don't think, I don't think Pereira wants, that's why Pereira's buying him motorcycles and shit. Like, dude, don't come back. I I, I don't want to hurt you, bro. Glover beats Jamal in the rematch tomorrow. Because the dude's got a torn ACL. Because the dude, yeah. Glo- Glover, torn, uh, Glover, would, Glover would take Pereira down and fuck him up tomorrow. Like, straight up. That would that would be a classic Glover fight, in my opinion. Yeah, Pereira's going to crack him and knock yep. him silly, but he's going to get taken down and pound it out. God, I miss Glover. Uh, the worst Already. part about that fight is he... He would know from all the training that that's absolutely what's going to happen too, and you'd just be so defeated even after hurting him. He's <laughs> like, "Oh fuck, now I did it." <laughs> Tyson Nam might have won that fight. That was close. He definitely won that fight. He Robert. won that fight, bro. Ridiculous. I, it, it was a, it was a close fight. Uh, I actually like Maxim. I mean, Tyson Nam's a that's a hard debuting fight uh, in in that weight class. Like he's. Tyson Nam's pretty, pretty decent. Uh, okay, so Maxim I'm, looked all right. Didn't see the fight, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the stats here. Yep. <laughs> um, so even in the first round, he, uh, Maxim got one takedown for 16 seconds of control. And then Nam doubles him up in rounds two and three 
and had more control in the only round where that dude got a takedown. How he won, he won that fight. Gotcha. The other dude- Not, Nam obviously won the third. Uh, the first was close. The second, I think you give to Maxim, but it's it was a close fight. Yeah. But yeah. Maxim was landing the harder stuff and, and Nam was landing more and leg kicking him. And I guess yeah, that's actually like that. very strange for Tyson Nam. The yeah, I know. Not. He like tripled his like or doubled two and a half times his uh his record amount of leg kicks he landed in this fight. That's yeah, and yeah. it wasn't like the harder stuff was like huge stuff. No, it wasn't. It was huge. winning around and in my opinion. Maxim did crack him a couple times he did, early, yeah. but yeah, he, it was, he looked it was a close high. fight. It it definitely did not look like a uh minus three hundred, minus three fifty, whatever the hell he was. That would have been one of those good uh Plus three and a half spots. Definitely. Uh, and and Iron Turtle, like, Darayev did what he had to because he knew that if he didn't get the Iron Turtle out of there early, he was going to get run over, which, of course, eventually happened. Iron Turtle had to had to eat some shit in, in that uh, first round. And Man's got a chin. Second. Man's got a chin. Man's got a jab. And he's got cardio, and he comes forward. He's like Wes said. He's a he's a good test for for that mid level uh, middleweights. And he's got some wrestling too. Like he will pick you up and dump you on your head. Like that's that dude's a tough fucking out, man. It's a tough good out. Good to see. And he's got some dance moves, which is always a bonus. yeah. The Iron Turtle dance was like my biggest tweet of the night. Fuck, yep. I'm still getting likes on that. People must love the the Iron Turtle dancing. How, how can you not? What else we got? Anything? Can we get rid of like all women's divisions? Like, does anybody <laughs> does anybody want to see this chick fight fucking any of the other? Like, we don't people, you know, anymore. people are starting to come around. Like, I know we've been ahead of the game for a you know a solid three, four, five years. People are starting to come around now that Nunez is gone. You know, Shevchenko mm-hmm. lost, and it's it's just well, a mess. they got. They got their 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 Mexican star now, though that they're you know that's going to take over the the show in Mexico. Like, come on, yeah. look, dude, it's so easy. Put them all in one organization. The UFC can own that shit. Put it on Fight Pass. You can have full fucking cards of women's fights and have all the best women's fighters in one spot. Like, people that want to watch it can watch it. We need, this, we, need, we need this ESPN deal to to hurry up and finish out so that the UFC starts trying again. That's I mean, is it? I think it's going to get worse, bro. I think it'll get better. Get, they'll they'll need to sell these rights, and they need to fucking. That's content. Selling these rights means content, and I think that's going to be more content. I like know, we're going to give you, we're going to give you, we're going to be at the point to where we're getting multiple cards a week, not less. We're going to get. I don't. In the future, watch. That, man. I think I don't know. The, when does the when do the rights expire now? I think you it's know? another year and a half, almost two years. So in the last like year or six months before those rights expire, when they're going to be shopping them around, cards are going to get much better for a very yes. short period of time. I was so, and then they'll be all right. I was reading some of that dude uh, John Nash that that writes about the business side of of USC and and fighting and shit and. They're going to get absolutely paid for one uh, on this next rights deal. And your content's going to go up in some form or fashion. Like right now you get, you're getting Dana White contender series coming back up, which is what eight weeks of your summer where you're having pretty much 
uh, a card and a half every week because you're getting five Dana White Contender yeah. Series fight cards. Then you're getting your Saturday card. You're gonna we're eventually gonna be getting two fight cards a week constantly. That's what's gonna happen. It's gonna happen in the future. They're just gonna be so much need for for content to fill, and it just doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter what they give you. They got the apex. They're gonna pump out card after card. After the card. pushback that I'll have is. They really pushed, like, ESPN gave up the bag because ESPN Plus was so new at that point, and they were pushing that, and they needed to get subscribers. At this point, fucking... I don't think... Most I'm not sure they stay shit. there. I'm I know, not sure like, they That's stay what I'm there. saying. Like, I don't think they stay there. And if they're going somewhere else, like, I just... Well, the way... I'm hoping. I'm hoping that, that, that they could put out some better cards and don't have to... Uh, don't have to just put out content and the way he, he the way he writes about it go though, anywhere else i mean I the way he writes stay. about it it could stay at espn but they're gonna get a big jump in the price tag of this because people just saw what they did with the espn plus they literally did get the millions of subscribers to sign up to espn plus they've given them insane content every week over the past however however many years and they made record profits. Like literally the UFC are making record profits. They got a fucking yep. chokehold on the fucking workforce who they literally fucking, you can't go nowhere. You get paid shit wages. I know there's some people that still argue like, Oh, well look what other people pay and shit. Still you're in the UFC, bro. You should not be making yeah. fucking 10 and 10. That's like saying, Oh, but like, why doesn't this MLB player get more? Look at the guys in triple a. Yeah, why 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 is the guy in like you know sitting on the end of the bench in the NBA only making fucking five million to where the other dudes are making twenty million? But it's the fucking NBA. You're, you still should be making big money, you know. But you you do in that sport, not a not yeah. a good comparison. Baseball was a bad example too because those guys get paid all, all of them. All the other major sports in North America, you make actual money if you make the league. Yep, like all of them. Hell, even hockey, you're fucking. Minimum, minimum salary is 800k in in the NHL. Yep. Not bad. And that's not like that's not huge money, but that's great. That's a great living for a for a NHL player, for a bottom tier NHL player. 800 grand a year is fucking insane. Practice squad NFL players make fucking three four hundred thousand dollars a year to be on a practice squad. Not even making the fucking field for a game, just to be the punching bag. They're making hundreds of thousands a year. Yep. Somebody's got to do it. Love uh, it. Do, do we do we want to talk about this? Well, I know I, mean, I know Lance any, is not happy about this, but any anybody anybody who actually thinks that he's going to make about what he would have made for the John Jones fight should should go walk off a bridge because you you're like you're <laughs> a, drinking you're, the Kool Aid that you you're Kool-Aid. insane if you don't if you don't think they're they're putting this shit on in fucking Abu Dhabi. If you don't think Francis ain't making twenty, thirty million dollars on this fight when it's all said and done, you're out of your fucking mind. He's absolutely Fury's gonna make fifty million dollars on this fight. Yeah. And Ganu's gonna uh, make gonna fucking twenty million dollars. At least twenty. Yeah. At least yeah. twenty. This is a fucking tax write off for the Saudis. They don't give a fuck. They're it, they had they they are literally doing this. This is they're in their tourism budget. They yep. do this to pump yeah. tourism to Saudi. They have un they have countless millions to give out to these people, and they love to give it to fighters. They love giving fighters money to come over there and put on fights. They love fight sports. They're good. He's going to make a ton of money. And uh, I love now how the whole thing is 
even our boy Lance, we got paid. Can he just go away and not talk no more? Oh, now it's like, go away. Don't talk no more. And I thought he wasn't going to get any money. I thought he wasn't going to get the bag. I thought he fumbled the bag, y'all. Francis was fumbling the bag. Like, yeah, get the fuck out of here, man. Love it. Can we be uh, pro? Can we be like pro fighter for once in like our lives around here? Can yeah. we be like pro fighter getting paid? Like, and not like shit on them when they do it. I'm like just pro have, people making money that aren't aren't corporations. <laughs> when, when when did when did society become bootlickers? Is what I'd like to know. Like when did like when when did we stop being pro work? Especially in the U.S. When did we stop being pro worker in this country and become pro billionaire, pro corporation, pro celebrity and shit? What happened to like pro worker in this country? It's insane. Man. A long time ago it happened, Wes. Yep. A long time ago. Long Same time. thing up here. Anyway, on that uplifting note, <laughs> let's move on to this week's card. Uh, Wes, I've got good news for you. Oh, no. There are 12 fights on this card that don't feature a female weight division. <laughs> Unfortunately, just... <laughs> there are 15 fights on this card. 20%. Of the card is women. Um, and not only that, I mean, we got a co-main event of the highest order uh, on this one. So this is uh, this is quite the interesting card construction. The UFC is going back to London. The O2, I believe, is the arena. Uh, Marcin Taibura is fighting in the main event. And uh, it's fitting that we were just talking about uh, the hog because who's that guy that he's fighting? Who? Who? No. Hey, Zufa Zombies would have you believe Francis should have stayed around and fought this bum for fucking 500K. <laughs> That's what the Zufa Zombies would have you believe. Uh, fight John Jones for fucking your millions and then fight Tom Aspinall. You know, yeah. for fuck out of here. Love it. Um, I, this is definitely the, the best way that he could have gone. Cause then if he comes back to the UFC, it can be for one big fight. And he doesn't I'll tell you this, imagine, just imagine a world in where he lands something on, on Fury. Imagine that world just oh, for bless. one second. I, it ain't happening. Don't get me wrong. I know. But I know. we're gonna be pulling. We're gonna be losing our minds in Vegas Imagine while watching this shit happen. It's gonna be in amazing. And Ganu lands something and knocks Tyson Fury out. I, dude, that's a world I want to live in. I, I want to live in that world. <laughs> when we're in Vegas, I'll throw uh, the resort fees on Hog Round One TKO in that fight. And I mean, uh, I'm gonna we'll end up like I, I'm gonna end up with some money on. Tyson, like, I'm gonna have Tyson in some shit, man. Like, live a little, Wes. Live a little. You're, you're gonna mean, win twenty. You're gonna lay minus two thousand to win twenty bucks. Be, uh, you might as well just put fifty well, it, and try to hit a lotto. It would be inside or something like that. But inside is still gonna be minus fucking fifteen hundred, yeah. probably. Well, <laughs> even if I did whatever dollars I had on there, I would fucking light my fucking blunt with it afterwards we're gonna be faded out of our minds just right now manifesting lines (laughs) lines for that Tyson Fury 
minus a thousand hog best lines plus 620 out there no problems is that a real line where you can actually put down real money uh it's probably uh, I, I think bet online denise and betway that have it i mean you're yeah, you're probably you could probably you could probably get to win about a thousand bucks between those three <laughs> together yeah yeah so not really I just, uh, anyway, uh, I, I would. We'll, that's all. That'd be all time shit. That, let's manifest time. it. Let's <laughs> manifest it. Yep. We'll uh, we'll get Water Show to light a candle for us uh, while we're in Vegas. <laughs> make that happen. Kicking it off for UFC London, we've got Jafar Filio taking on Daniel Barres. Um, this guy does kind of look like you know, a little evil, a little bit like Jafar. From uh, from Aladdin, no. Is Jafar uh, anyway. from Brazil now? He's <laughs> like a Brazilian Jafar. <laughs> I hey, I'm just saying what I see. I'm looking at the screen, see the picture. Looks a little like Jafar. Um. Anyway, Sean, what do you got here? Not a whole hell of a lot. Berez lost on Contender Series and then just went and beat absolute scrubs back in Mexico. Got a win streak and. Now he's back in the UFC for some reason. Um, guy he's fighting, I don't think is that everybody good. But I, everybody wants to fight, so I'll take Brazilian Jafar. Wesley, yeah, I haven't. I think that might be the only fight I, I, I've seen of uh, of Barres. Um, I think though Brazilians um, grappling here can win him this fight. Um, I'm not rushing out to bet it though. I just, I don't, I don't know enough about, about bizarre. And I don't think, uh, I don't think the Brazilian Jafar is very good, but I do think he can grapple here and get a win. I don't mind the, uh, the Brazilian Jafar here. I, I no think shit. he is not going to get wrestled like he did against Mukayev. Good um, enough to keep it up if he has to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bar has got some takedowns in his uh, in his contender series fight, but he didn't do much of anything with them. I don't think he's going to be able to hold them down like Mukayev could. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. But this line is pretty close and kind of tempting to to look in that direction for me at least. Uh, if I'm actually watching the fights, might have to kick it off with a bet to you know engage myself. Um, next up. Women's strawweight division. We're going to go to West first on this one. Thoughts? <laughs> uh, Bruna Brazil taking on Shauna Only Fannin. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Shauna Bannon. Um, Irish. Okay. An O in there. <clears throat> so is she related to Steve Bannon? Because that would change my, my, my cap on, on this, on this fight. She, She's Irish, uh, so I'm gonna say no. I mean, is it is it the bloodline go that far? Because if she's a stone cold racist like like Steve Bannon, I mean, yeah, I I have absolutely nothing on this fight, like nothing. I don't care. This is trash. I'm not looking at it. I'm not betting it. You should boycott it. Don't watch it, Sean. Yeah. You're right on the money, Wes. Um, <laughs> Bannon seems like a fraudulent Irish chick. 
Irish fighter in general. The Brazilian is not good either. She got abs. Care. She does have abs. I will pick her by <laughs> she having abs. Lightweight division. Chris Duncan. He's Scottish, by the way. So now we're starting to get all the uh, all the UK and associated countries uh, coming in. Um, taking on it's your people. <clears throat> Yanel Ashmouth. <laughs> uh, oh, you know. Can I give Ashmouth. you? Can I give you a Yanel? <laughs> give me some Yanel. I should. That's honestly, I'm I'm embarrassed for myself. Uh, I don't know how I didn't go with Yanel Ashnaz <laughs> since he's Jewish. It's okay, guys. Also Jewish. Allowed to say oh, it. Um, Sean, Ooh. thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Chris Duncan's all right. Uh, he looked okay. Uh, last time out against Morales. Um, I think if he can get takedowns, he, he probably wins this fight. Uh, I don't really have much on the uh, anal ass mouth. Um, don't, don't really remember him too much. He crushed a guy on Contender Series. We'll see if he can do much against a actual live body. Wesley. Yeah, I mean, on Contender Series, he beat up some fucking Englishman. Like, that was just absolutely horrendous. Um, I think Duncan's the, the better guy here. I just, he he gets hit a little bit, man. And if he can't get takedowns here, you're, you're going to you're gonna be wearing a little bit. I, the old slob of coat suit knocked him out. I, was that on their Contender Series fight? Maybe. Yep. I, I think it was yep. on their Contender's fight. Uh, but, I mean, after that, Duncan did come back and get some okay wins. Like, that was a decent win against Morales last time. It was very close. Uh, I think it was a split decision. Um, I just think he's got more pass here. If he can get takedowns here, it's going to be fairly easy for him. On the feet, it gets a, a little more tricky because um, I, I think the old, the old schnozzle does does have a, a little bit of power, it would seem. Um he he does have some knockouts on his record. I know it's against guys that are that are okay, but it does seem like he hits kind of hard. So, I mean, I, I like Duncan here. I, I don't know if I'm I can bet him. Um, there's there's a, a few fights on here where there's some like wildly varying lines on on a guy at at different books. That this seems to be one like Dun- Duncan's like from minus one twenty up to over minus one fifty at certain spots. So. I guess at around minus one ten, minus one twenty, it's probably not a horrible bet, uh, and one I might end up making. Yeah, I kind of like Duncan here. I think, as Wes said, he's got more paths. Uh, he's got good hands. Like even in that uh, that Slava fight, he was landing some good stuff, um, and then he got clipped and, and put out. But um, yeah, he also had another fight. What was his? Uh, it was the Charlie Campbell fight where he got landed on and he got rocked and then he knocked the guy out like yeah. Pete Sell style while he was rocked. Um, that that was that was pretty cool. So he can take it. Um, I think he can take it in this fight. And line seems <clears throat> kind of close to me. Like Wes was saying, I I'll need to uh, search around see if I can find minus one ten, minus one twenty. But uh, even like the minus one forty, minus one fifty that's out there, I think is all right for me. 
Yeah, I, I think the Israel fighters breaking through are getting some of those Israel mountain falafels is, is what's going on. Like they're starting to get the good gear over there is what's happening. Hey, just just growing as a country and people. <laughs> Gotta love it. Um, women's Bantamweight division. <laughs> Ketlin Vieira taking on Penny Kianzad. Sean, these are top 10 fighters <laughs> in their division. Are, are they actually? I mean, Vieira is. Is, is Pansy actually ranked? Oh, she has to be. No way. Uh, no. Has to be. no way. She's ranked number seven. What are you guys talking about? Oh, my. God. No way. We're not serious with this shit, right? Number seven. This is, this, this is, is this is I cannot believe that this great matchup is buried on the pre <laughs> we've, we've got the the number four and the number seven women's bantamweights in the entire world fighting and you bury them on the prelims. This will not stand. <sighs> I'm a bit surprised the the number uh that is on on Vieira she's as low as minus one forty. This is a bit of a step down, uh, considering who she's kind of been fighting the last little while. Um, Panny does throw a lot of strikes, um, and Vieira does get hit a bit, but I think Vieira is just going to be the much more physical fighter. I think she's going to, if she has to, she's going to be able to take down Kianzad. And I think striking, Vieira is just going to be the the stronger puncher and, and kicker, so... Um, it's a women's fight. It's probably going to be close, so it's it's tough to to bet on on somebody, especially a, a small favorite. So I'm a bit hesitant, but I uh, I might mush old Ketlin Vieira. Wesley, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> could be a technical, uh, technically a title eliminator. Yes, Man. you are correct. When when we got when we got oh MBS and fucking uh, Juliana oh Juliana going back and forth talking about it just we're in a world of hurt when that's where we're at talking about title fights and shit. Um, look, the only I, I worry about I worry about Vieira when this gets going long though. Like you, you always just like she will smoke a chick in the first round. Never get her out of there, though. Like, she's one of those that Brad always talks about. Like, if you're not getting, like, standing 20-punch KOs, none of these chicks can get anybody out of there. So, like, when Panny survives that first and Vieira is used up a ton to try to get her out of there, I think it's going to get dicey. Um, I I do like Vieira in this fight. She should win. Just only thing scaring me off with that price creeping up to, like, minus 140 and juice on her that – she does what she's done so many times and just it makes it a close fight because she's used up a lot in the first round, round and a half. So Vieira's the pick. I'll watch the line. If it comes back down a little bit, probably a bet. But uh, Sean's probably right. This is still probably a little short on Vieira against somebody that she's she's just more skilled than. Yeah, this price seems super short to me. Um, Penny Kianzad's best win is... Like what, Alexis Davis? 
ever. Ooh. Yeah. Um, that's in 2021. Like, it's uh, not great. She's just, like, I, I know that she's got a seven beside her name somehow, um, but she's not that great at fighting. Um, Ketlin Vieira is better, so I think she is going to win, and I really don't want to, but am I better? Um, middleweight division somebody (laughs) that I was considering betting before I realized it was in the middleweight division Uh, Mahmoud Muradov taking on Brian Barbarena at middleweight you heard that right folks Brian Barbarena chiseled out of granite at middleweight. Sean, thoughts? Miradoff is a bit fraudulent. Um, that being said, like, Meerkat can can give some guys some tough goes in, in certain matchups, and uh, Baralo is, is, seems to be alright, so I guess those losses aren't too, too bad. Brian Barbarina just got bodied by two smaller welterweights in RDA and Gunnar Nelson. And now he's going up to 185. His his path to victory is if Miradov is stupid and doesn't grapple, doesn't grind, and just boxes with Barbarina and somehow is terrible and somehow gasses and Barbarina can just cardio his way to a win which he has done before but man the size difference is going to be big here if if Miradov is not a moron he'll be able to grind on him take him down and smash him uh the number's low on Miradov but dumb things do happen in MMA Wes yeah look I've seen like parts of some interviews with Barbarina this weekend just why does he say? Did he say why he's going up to to eighty five? Like, what the fuck are we doing here? No, not what I've seen mentioned, but what I have seen is from about the shoulders up and the neck and shit. He's not gonna look good on the scale, bro. Like, I can't believe he's going up to one eighty five. Like, look, Meridoff is is a sort of a fraud. I, he's not as good as everybody thought he was gonna be. He's going to absolutely murder Brian Barbarina. He's going to hurt Brian. He's going to take him down. He's going to fuck him up. Now, is his fucking applesauce head Barbarina going to take a beating and then pull something off? I mean, maybe. Maybe. I mean, it wouldn't wouldn't shock me at all. I just, this is different at 185. Miradoff's going to be massive compared to him. I mean, that dude's actually like chiseled. I mean, Barbarina's going to look fucking bad at 185 um i like murdoff here but i don't i don't know if i can lay a price like that after seeing his his last couple fights i am absolutely going to lay this price with something because like brian parberina might get to tony pudding's levels it's going to be bad. 185. Um, he, One interview, he's in He's in overalls with no shirt on because I think his clothes don't fit anymore. So I think he's just running around in 
fucking overalls and no shirt. <laughs> oh, um, lordy. Yeah, it's... I don't even think... Like, it, these guys are going to be at least two weight classes apart. Like, Barbarina should be a 155-er. He is not extremely trim at 170. Um, this is going to, to be a beatdown, I think, so... Yeah, I'll, I'll take some Murdov, and you know when eventually uh, Barbarina comes back and like puts it on him in round three, I'll have my uh, my butt cheeks clenched. Um, get a live bet in. Yeah, just try to get a good plus five hundred on Barbarina going into the third. Cover yeah. yourself. Exactly. What is uh, Murdov's props? I don't even think I've looked at those. Um, Inside the distance is plus money. Yeah, inside the distance is plus money. It really should be. On a minus, like, a minus three, 325, dude, you can get inside the distance, like, plus 130. It's not bad. Against an old, injured guy who's taken a bunch of beatings, who's moving up in weight class when he has absolutely no business doing so. I don't hate I think it. I'm gonna have to. and Don't like hate. it's not like Barbarina is gonna go up in weight and suddenly be the faster fighter. He's still gonna be slower than this dude too. It's, it's not and that, it's, it's also and not Miradov's also not a decision machine or anything like that at 85 against real 85ers. Yeah, so. and it's not like Barbarina is gonna carry like he's usually got good like cardio down at 172. Like is. I know people are like, well, he's not cutting weight. He should have a little bit, but he's putting mm. on 15 pounds of shit. Yeah, he's out of shape. Weight down at 170. So. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's enough on that fight. I think we're uh, starting to, to reach an agreement. Heavyweights up next. Uh, something called Mick Parkin and Jamal Pokes. Uh, what is this shot? I don't know. It's... It's kind of gross. <laughs> um, Mick Parkin is basically he's six and zero with six finishes. Um, if if he doesn't get Pogues out there early, it's probably going to be a long night for him. Pogues by decision, like plus two hundred. That's it's not bad, but we also don't know how much quit uh, the old. Mick Parkin has so uh, it's a bit scary, but yeah, like <laughs> you got the super fat. He's over two and a half at almost even money. It's uh, it's pretty hilarious. Um, I'll I'll take take Pogues, but I don't know if I'm gonna play that decision prop. Yeah, we uh, we don't know how Mick Parkin fares when he's got a large black man on top of him. That is yep. true. Wes, how do you think he does? That's one thing I'm glad I should never have to find out in life is how I do with a big black man on top of me. I wouldn't fare well. Um, I, I think I think this I think this could get get sloppy myself. Um, you know, of course, when I looked at this fight, the first thing I did was go and see if uh, we was going to get a true fatty, and uh, of course, we're not we're not getting a true fatty on this. They they know they know better. Um, Yo, Pokes was like a two oh five er up until like uh, a couple years ago. He actually fought Alex Palazzi uh, in LFA at two oh five and went like almost five rounds with that dude. I, I can't see 
this fucking English dude getting getting him out of there early. And if he doesn't, it's gonna get sloppy. I, I I like I like the over I like the over two and a half I like super fatties in this fight I I think this goes fifteen minutes now could um could could Park catch him early with something probably but like nobody's really caught uh Pogues with with anything he got that was a hill hook lost to uh, uh Pelosi and and round like four. Uh, then it's way back in 2018. He got caught in an arm bar by somebody like nobody gets the dude out of there. So I have a hard time seeing this dude clean, knocking him out. So I like I like the over here. I don't, I don't know if I could can bet him. If I do, it's that decision prop. What's that plus 200, Sean? It's probably, probably not a bad sprinkle. That's the way I would lean on the side is Pogues. And I like the over here. Yeah, this is another close favorite that I kind of like. I really don't have an opinion on this fight because I haven't seen Parkin in much of anything. Um, but usually when those guys come up and somebody starts putting it on them when it's the best guy that they've ever faced and the most athletic guy they've ever faced, doesn't usually go well. Uh, Pogue's losses are to half-decent guys, uh, all of them. Um, even going back to like, he lost his first ever fight by TKO, uh, against Taylor Johnson, who's fought a bunch in Bellator and he's half decent. Um, so I, I think there's quite a difference here. I, I don't know if maybe this is one of those cases where the English crowd spurs the local guy on to victory, but, uh, as Steve pointed out, they're not really selling that many tickets because they just brought a bunch of guys in who aren't from London. So, uh, yeah, pretty interesting. Uh, I'll go Pogues here, and Pogue. we will move on. Pogues open plus 150 at Bet Online, and then got Oof. absolutely hammered to oblivion to minus 250. Somebody's yeah, seen, he... though, Parkman. Oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> um, minus 150 now. I feel like that's not bad. There's There's a lot of those in this card that could get me in trouble uh where are we next lightweight division this is pretty good mark d1 casey taking on joel alvarez sean mark d1 casey did not show up last time when i had a bunch of money on him to beat fucking michael johnson um that is a perplexing loss i don't know what the fuck was going on with him because of course the very next michael johnson fight gets fucking knocked out by CDF and back to normal Michael Johnson. So I don't know what Daikisi was doing that night. If, if he does implement wrestling, obviously he's going to have to be uh, careful from, from getting subbed. Uh, Cause Alvarez got a bunch of subs from bottom. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, uh, just still super pissed about losing that day that uh, MJ bet uh, when Daikisi lost there. I was kind of looking at Alvarez, but it's, it is worrisome that he has kind of like not, not good takedown defense and relies on subs from bottom. Um, he, he does have some decent offense on the feet. Daikisi is, also pretty good on the feet so it's this could end up being a, a close fight and and if alvarez is just throwing up subs from the bottom is, is that gonna get him 
some some rounds on the judges' scorecard when it is in London. I know it's not selling great, but there's definitely some some flags. I was looking a bit Alvarez. I'm I'm probably gonna steer clear here. Um, I think he probably beats Daikisi. Maybe Daikisi is just kind of getting old, but Alvarez doesn't doesn't really fight much, um, so it's it's concerning. Yeah, I'm probably going to take a little shot on Daikisi by decision. It's plus 350. I think that's kind of high since Alvarez. I know I skipped you, Wes. I'm coming back to you. Oh, you're good. Um, you're good. <laughs> um, Alvarez is going to like jump for guillotines and stuff like that. Even if he hurts Daikisi, which is pretty tough to do on the feet. Daikisi is yeah. very durable. Uh, so he's got to finish him by sub and could with a guillotine or something quick on the ground uh but it has to be something in transition if he doesn't get that then he's gonna lose rounds on bottom and probably lose the fight by decision so uh, i'll take a a little shot on daikisi but hard to to trust that guy too much wes yeah i mean y'all y'all said about a lot of how how i feel too like I, i lean alvarez here and think he's probably the better guy but man he gets he he loves to get taken down and try to fight off his back instead of getting up. And I'm just not sure you're going to catch a guy like Daikisi in something. If he's on top of you, um, throwing some grounded pound, um, Daikisi keeps position and shit on the mat. Like he's, he's become a, a really good dude. Now the, the question is like, you never know with this dude anymore. Like he showed up in, in the Michael Johnson fighters. It was boxing with him and shit. Like instead of, did he even try a takedown in that fight? I don't even remember if he even tried one. He half ass tried him a couple like in the first and second of the round, and then by the third round he was pushing it. But by that time he was tired and he couldn't get him. Yeah, I think he's gonna probably have an easier time if he wants to get it down here than even over MJ. Um, man, I just I don't know. And, and then it, whether it's a sold out crowd or not, nobody sells a fucking fight for their fighters doing nothing than an English crowd. Like they literally lose their mind when anything happens. Canada close right there with them. But um, <laughs> so anything Daikisi does in this fight, if he gets on top, like they're going to lose their minds if he's hitting his wrist or some shit. So, I mean, I think Alvarez probably wins, but that Daikisi decision line is it's probably the, the more valuable bet, I would imagine. So Daikisi's probably the pick for me and Talmaster since he's the dog. Alvarez is also fucking massive for a lightweight. He's he's real big. Um, I don't think that changes anything that happens in the fight. It's just kind of a fact. Uh, anyway, welterweight division. Uh, Danny Roberts, spot chocolate, taking on Johnny the Sluggernaut Parsons. Uh, hopefully we'll get Wes back in a second. Uh, good old hot chocolate. Um the chin is is always the concern with uh, with Danny Roberts at, at this point in his career. Um, he's going against the sluggernaut. I know he's fighting the sluggernaut. It's it's concerning. Um, Parsons beat up a bunch of kind of frauds uh, before getting that shot uh, on the contender series, um, which he somehow won, even though he got outlanded a bunch and dropped. Uh, and slugger out, bitch. Out, out uh, grappled as well. So, uh, 
Parsons hasn't fought in almost two years. Parsons, the or Roberts is obviously the the has fought the much much better uh, competition. I'll probably pick Roberts. I don't think I can get there to bet him. Uh, that chin is just too much of a liability for me to put money on. Wesley, what chocolate? Yeah, I, I think I think I might have some. Um, I just is this Parsons guy any good? Like, dude hasn't fought even off his like sh- probably shitty split decision win on the contender series. They had him lined up to fight Michael Gilmore. Like, do y'all know who Michael Gilmore is? He was like an alternative on a tough season a couple years ago. Like, absolute bum. So I tells you what they they think of this dude. Like, shitty split decision contender series win. Line him against, uh, line him up against another bum, and hopefully he gets fucking wrestle fucked by Michael Gilmore. Well, now he's getting Danny Roberts in fucking London. Like, come on, man, Danny. Think what you will about Danny Roberts in that chin. Like, can this guy land on it for real? I think I think Danny Roberts is gonna fucking box this dude up. He can grapple this dude up. He can clinch this guy up. He's gonna be able to do what he wants here, man. Like, I think that's a good price. Uh, Clinch it up a little bit. Hopefully, Danny Roberts doesn't get fucking slick knocked out. And I think you're going to look back and have a very good price on a guy that's going to win a really fucking easy decision. What chocolate? What he does? Little marshmallow. Um, even money on this is kind of crazy to me. Like, look at who Danny Roberts has fought and beat and lost to uh, versus. The old slugger knot here, uh, who they brought in to like, I guess give Michael Gilmore a win. I don't know which guy they wanted to win that fight. Usually, I mean, man, went fifteen with Grandpa, and we're supposed to be worried about this fucking guy. Exactly, right? You know, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. So we're we're going hot chocolate here. Uh, Even money is. I'm not even going to take a prop. I think he probably finishes them because he will probably do something cool in front of uh, a London crowd that's cheering for him. But uh, yeah, I uh, again, I, I'm not sure I'm understanding the line making. Maybe I've been away too long. Uh, maybe I've got a different gambler's perspective, if you will. <laughs> uh, Sean, Bantamweight division. This is maybe good. I don't know. David Grant? We love David Grant. Daniel Marcos? How do we feel about Daniel Marcos? Undefeated. Oh, shit. I have a, uh, a complicated relationship with David Grant. I uh, won some awesome money when he KO'd Martinez. Uh, won a bunch of money on when he fought Smoka. Then lost a bunch of money when he beat uh, Sun Tzu and got very, very sad <laughs> with all the... Uh, things that happened in that fight um this guy's a dude that that you want to have your money on he'll he'll fight for your money even if he's down he's gonna be throwing heat he's trying to finish fights he's not coasting he's not just happy with with losing a decision this is he's gonna test this guy and i don't know what marcos is he seems pretty fraudulent the the wins he had on the on the regional scene and 
even the ones that he had on contender series and, and in the UFC are, are not really that impressive to me. Davy Grant is going to want to put on a show and uh, I think he does it. Uh, I'm going to take Grant and probably sprinkle him inside as well because that dude likes to finish fights and him inside is like plus 280. Sorry, plus. What is it? I think I remember seeing yeah, that. Plus 300. Ooh. Let's go. Wesley. Yeah, I'm, I'm still not over that. That a sun sal. That was rough. Loss. That was rough. <laughs> My God, you, you talk about losing some money the, the hard way. God damn, that was that was rough. Um, I, I think Sean, Sean definitely hit it right on. Like a dude like Davey Grant, like if you're on his side, you feel a whole lot better in, in the kind of fights that he's usually in. If you're against him, like you, you might hit some, but my God, he's he's always there. It's never it's never easy. I, I know this guy's undefeated, but like seriously, who who's he beaten and what did he do to Shelby or one of them to get Davy Grant in London? Like holy fuck, man! Like even if you are good, um, I'm not sure he is. Man, Davy Grant is a dog. Against a guy like this, untested, unproven, on Davy Grant soil, plus money, inside the distance, what, plus 300? That's insane. Davy Grant, it's the bet. Dude's going to fight for your money. He could be getting cracked. He could be down. Uh, like Sean said, never coasts, never stops, always coming forward, always throwing punches. He's always in a fight. It's always going to give you a chance. So I like that for plus money. Yeah, I... I don't get it. Um, Daniel Marcos, I know Steve says that Grant has the knees of a coal miner from the 30s. Um, had him last time. <clears throat> yep, had him the time before that and the time before that and several times before that. Uh, and Marcos isn't coming out there to, to wrestle. If anyone's going to be grappling here, it's, it's Davey and it's probably a good thing for him. Uh, but in all likelihood, it's Davy Grant fight. He's just going to throw down. Uh, and at some point, it might not look pretty, but he's going to land a left hook on him. He's going to hurt him, and he's going to put him away probably because that's what he does all the time. And based on that that salmon fight that uh, what's-his-face had, um, Marcos had, I think he gets clipped. Uh, I, I think it's going to be Davy Grant, and Davy Grant is going to be the consensus bet of the week. Plus one twenty-five the out there still. It's plus one thirty. It's plus one thirty. There you go. Um, Davy Grant. I do like the inside the distance as well, Sean. That's, that's a good one. Uh, we maybe always get nuts. A little greedier and going TKO around plus four fifty, plus four eighty, but uh, that might be a little, a little too much, pushing it too far. Featherweight division. That was very loud. Sorry. Uh, Lerone Murphy, Josh Coolabattle, Sean. Street. I don't know if if Steve's making up BS. I'm, I'm scouring. Uh, Twitter, see if, if this is true. Um, no way. I, I hope I, so. I, that oh. would be funny, 
after what happened. Uh, but I'll, uh, we'll, we'll look, hey, Strickland, Strickland is is more black than fucking <laughs> fucking duplicity. <laughs> oh man. Um, so I had money on Kulabel, uh last time out against Bagdasarian. He was losing that fight, and he, he credit to him, he did snatch up that sub, but it was not looking great. Um, I think in in this fight where Lerone Murphy's not really going to have to worry about too much grappling, even though Kulabel did sub Bagdasarian, Kulabel's not really a, a wrestler. So I think this is going to be, a, for the most part, a, a striking fight. And I think Lerone Murphy is the more technical striker. Kulubau definitely has more power. So um, maybe he can can catch Lerone Murphy. But uh, I just think there's a, a bit of a, a levels difference here when it's going to be a strictly kickboxing fight. Um, so I I like Lerone Murphy. It's... He's, my, he's down to like minus one thirty. It's it's getting close to to being a play for me. Wesley, yeah, I get what I get what you're saying. Um, I, I kind of I've been back and forth on this one. My only I think I think Murphy's the more technical guy and, and probably the better striker. He could could get this fight to the mat if he wanted. I think he's probably got a little bit better takedowns and stuff. But and I. Always worry about output with him, man. Is he is he going to throw enough? Um, I know Kulabal is going to throw punches. That's just the only thing that worries me about Murphy. Murphy's probably going to land the the better stuff. Just is he going to land enough of it uh, to to win a round? When when Kulabal's probably going to outthrow him two to one, outlanding by a little bit. So, I mean, I, I lean Kulabal plus money. Um, I don't know. It, it's a really close fight. Um, probably not one I'm going to bet. Um, I'm going to pick Kulabal just by, I think, output. It's going to be a really close fight. Really close decision either way. I'll lean Kulabal because he's the dog. I think last time Lerone Murphy fought, it was the uh, the late replacement with uh, Santos. I want to yep. say Santos, yeah. Daniel yep. Santos coming in. Um, and that dude ended up being pretty good. And I remember saying when we were breaking down that fight, I mean, I'm either getting Lerone Murphy at like minus 160 or whatever I bet it, uh, or this Santos guy is pretty good. Uh, and somehow I ended up getting both because he probably <laughs> lost that fight, um, but I still won the bet. Uh, and then Santos counts. got knocked out by David Anama the next time out. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I, I still think Santos is good. And if I put him next to Josh Kulabau, I'm like, that dude's better than Josh Kulabau. But we're getting a better price on Lerone Murphy this time around. So kind of feel like I have to take it here. Um, I think getting it to the ground would probably be decent in spots. Uh, I don't think that's going to be his game plan. He's going to like counter strike a bit and then maybe take him down. But yeah, I do like Lerone Murphy. He's uh, not bad. What? He got shot in the face three times last year. Is that for real? God damn, Steve. Okay, change. They, can he still, the he still take, can he take a punch? He's, <laughs> he's fought since then. Oh. Just not well, not the not <laughs> up to his uh, yeah. his standard. That's for sure. Maybe that's why he's a little gun shy. 
He did have. Ooh, I see what you did there. That's right. He'll never fight in the states again. Never. You'll never get that man in the states fighting. He did withdraw from his Nate Landwehr fight in uh, March 2022. So you never know. Uh, anyway, I'm still picking him and probably going to bet him. Another of those slight favorites that I like. Um, lightweight division, Jai Herbert, for us as I am. Sean, what do we got here? I just don't think Zayam is that good. Um, his his wins in the UFC are, are pretty mediocre. I know Herbert doesn't have amazing wins either, but he's fought, obviously, the much, much better competition. Um, I think if Herbert's able to, to keep this on the feet, he's going to be the much more powerful striker. And my guess is he ends up catching Zayam and, and putting him away. So, uh, as a, a bit of a dog, I'm, I'm interested in, in Jai Herbert. Um, Zayam just doesn't really fight that often. And I think Herbert could look, could look good in, in front of the, uh, the UK crowd. So I will be putting a small bet on him. What do you got, Wes? Yeah, I just think this is going to end up being a, a kickboxing match, and one dude's got a little bit more power when he connects clean, and that's uh, that's Herbert. Uh, I like Herbert in this fight as a slight dog. I think it's a pretty good price, and you gotta gotta take a little bit of that in uh, over in London. Oh, that's some good timing, Herbert. That's why Herbert. you keep these in. I can still hear what you're saying, so I I know exactly how much time I have. Yep. Um, yeah. Herbert, uh, th- there's a concern that he'll get wrestled here because that'll happen to him. Uh, and Zayam has shown a little bit of wrestling ability in the past, but I'm, I'm still going to go Herbert. I, I, it's, it, the London feeling is going to be rolling at that point. Uh, and this man, not from London, but I would be shocked if anyone on the card has more support than the newly middle-weighted Bear Jew. I mean, they're claiming him anyway. Like they, what? They're claiming him anyway. He's he could Scotland, Ireland, all of them. I mean, they're exactly. They're theirs, right? Yeah, he's like the you know as Du Bronx is to the Americas. You know, because we're we're all Americans with Du Bronx, South and North. Uh, the bear Jew is to the United Kingdom and related isles. Uh, Sean, what horrible things is he going to do to Andre Muniz in his middleweight debut? That's, uh, it could be a sad one, uh, because Paul Craig's an awesome dude. Listen to any of his interviews. He's, he's won us a, a ton of money, but. He wasn't a quick light heavyweight, and now he's coming down to 185. What's that going to do to his chin? He's fighting faster guys now. Muniz's is... <laughs> start striking looked decent against Brendan Allen. It was a bit concerning that he wasn't able to rock Allen, really, which can seem to happen a lot. Um, I don't know if uh, I think Allen... The chin to so the chin battle between Allen and uh, and Paul Craig is is uh, one for the ages. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's of course that's the same thing that happens with uh, Canadians and, and 
whatever they else they just are. loopy just loopy yeah loopy um, no and uh Sirkinov. yeah a lot Sirk. of them actually never yeah, mind yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah i got another chick too that's florida she's a florida canadian yeah chick too, right? that's and true. belbita when belbita wins we try and say she's canadian yep yep uh because she's romanian i think um but yeah i think muniz is going to be better on the feet um I think if he just keeps us on the feet, he's going to win. Uh, if it goes to the ground, then it gets a little more dicey. But he's got uh, pretty good jujitsu, uh, even though he got subbed out last time. That was a bit weird. But Paul Craig doesn't have the offensive wrestling that Brendan Allen does. So I think this is going to be, be all Muniz, and it's going to be a little bit sad. Uh, what's the, the Bear Jew sub price? It's only three seventy five. Yeah, they know that's better. Mother- they know better. They know that's his path to victory. It's well, not like he's winning are- a fucking decision. <laughs> no, then why aren't you guys betting it if it's only three seventy five? I'm still doing it. Bear Jew, he's finally got somebody that wants to grapple with him. He's not going to grapple. Andre he didn't grapple Muniz against gonna- Brendan Allen. Why the fuck would he Andre grapple with Paul Craig? Yeah, couldn't grapple against Brendan Allen. Mm, that's he wasn't really trying. Yeah, but he, he couldn't. He's not gonna have to worry about like a prolonged striking exchanges with Paul Craig to get tired out either. To where he had those with Brendan Allen. Then when he gets to the mat, like he gives Brendan Allen opportunities to sub his ass because he's dead tired from fucking striking with him. I think Bear this Jew is good. doesn't need guys to be tired. He'll <laughs> always find an opportunity. Bearju is so good at grappling that he will get himself knocked out so that he can submit you. It's That's, just that is true. Next level. Next level. I, stuff. I, I mean, look, I, I I hear you. You gotta you gotta stay with 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 your boy. Just there's also other circumstances like 180 dropping down to 185 and all kinds. He's so there's just huge. Nah, you need you needs is like stack for 185 or two. Like I think it's gonna be bad for Bergie. Sadly, I, I like Muniz in this fight. Terrible, awful. Well, I mean, that's that's fucking. We're letting y'all run with your, uh, you know. It's true. Munich. It's true. And when Munich we win, you're win. welcome. I'm mushing Muniz. You're welcome. There you go. Just gonna say, <laughs> lock it in. Three hundred seventy-one and two. Trick for us. Uh, I'm. Munich is suspended until Lance actually shows up. To he work has to again. show up to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's sad though because obviously this would have been Munich. Featherweight division. Andre Touchyfeely taking on Nathaniel Wood, who I thought Fair. would struggle more in his featherweight division or in his featherweight debut. Um, so ho- hopefully, uh, Bergie doesn't have to shave off that fresh ass hair. Yeah, that <laughs> costs a way. lot of money. He better not be shaving that shit off. You can do the chest hair first, and then uh, if he really gets desperate, then you'll see the uh, the transplants get shaved. That guy's gonna make a business decision and miss weight. He is not chafing that yeah, chest there's, or head, dude. That's like three <laughs> UFC paychecks. He probably paid <laughs> at least two performance of the nights. Yeah. What do we got? Did you uh, introduce these fighters, Brad? I missed. Yeah, I might Daniel Wood, that. Andre Touchy Feely. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Uh, I like. Uh, I like Nathaniel Wood here. Um, I think he's going to be able to chew up uh, Feely's legs, kind of like how Bill Algeo did it. 
he's also going to be able to take down Feely and grind on him. Um, when it's on the feet, it gets a little more sketchy, but um, I Nathaniel Wood is still pretty good. I know he's had a couple hiccups here and there, but like overall, he's a he's a pretty well rounded fighter, and and he seems like a fairly smart fighter. So uh, I expect him to to leg kick and wrestle his way to a decision win. Fun, fun, fun. Wes. Yeah, that's that's very very possible. It, it probably what happens here, um, man. He's he's just a little little guy for one forty five though, man. He he's a really small dude for this weight class, and this might be like the biggest kind of dude with the the most reach that he's he's ever faced uh, at one forty five. And, and Philly still got a little pop. I, I think it could be interesting if, if it stays on the feet a lot. Um, Wood could absolutely get some takedowns here and, and just uh, get off a little bit of ground and pound and stuff. Um, it's a close fight, man. I'm, I'm going to pick Feely and Talmaster because he's the dog, but probably not one I can bet. I just I could see this fight going several different ways. Really close. I think both of you guys are crazy thinking that Nathaniel Wood can just out-wrestle Andre Touchy-Feely. Wood Scrambles got, would get crazy. Absolutely. Wood got out grappled by Casey Kenny, who's like, sure, he's a decent wrestler, but he's also a tiny bantamweight who could probably fight at, uh, at flyweight, flyweight if he really wanted to. <laughs> and Andre Feely regularly out grapples people. I know Bryce Mitchell out grappled him, but he out grapples a lot of guys. It's. Uh, I feel like there is a pretty good comparison point in their uh, their fights against Jordan. They both got takedowns against him, but I thought that Feely controlled them a lot easier than uh, than Wood did. I think Feely's going to win the grappling here, and I think he's probably going to take the decision. So, touchy Feely, uh, we'll we'll take a little money line, but uh, decision plus three seventy five seems pretty high to me. I swung uh, back the other way. Bet Feely. What was that? You with I me? Said I, I swung back. Well, I, I like Feely, but I needed somebody to sway me to. Yeah. You, I, you know I want to lose money. I'm here for you, man. Fight. I'll make sure I, I tell you if I'm going to bet Wood, and then you can just hammer. <laughs> I'll, I'll get the notification. Like, as soon as I do, I'm, I'll am i throw my Feely bet in. Yeah, if you don't Which have right now, that might... notifications right now, I mean, like right now, just... We're just going to cancel each other out, bro. Like, it's going to be a draw. <laughs> like, you'll bet Does that mean wood. I don't lose? That's actually a win at this point. Well, then, then it can't be that because we both have to lose somehow. Like, shit is just horrible right now. Co-main event. And, <laughs> and it gets worse. It gets worse. Look who, look who shows up in the chat just in time for the co-main event to get some... Uh, some women's <laughs> world cup analysis. Um, I think he actually just showed up for some, some meatball Molly uh, analysis because that's who's in the co-main event. I don't know who's in the women's world cup. Uh, uh, Canada. We do good in, in women's soccer, right, Sean? Sometimes, but we can't, you know, get the, the real dubs. The Olympics. 
we're going to pretend for this purpose that are they Olympics actually the, doing uh, are they yeah i just uh more importantly than this absolutely fucking terrible maybe all-time worst co-main event uh Supposedly, Steve wasn't lying when he talked about Duplessis not being able to uh, fight Izzy at 293. It looks like it What's might actually end up being Strickland versus oh, Adesanya. Well, uh, old uh, DDP has to go back to the Emerald Mind and bust up a union worker meeting. Man, got to get off. Got to get off that uh, that Musk family payroll, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to they're going uh, to doing... shop. They're, they're going to Photoshop fucking uh, Strickland in uh, Duplessis' uh, place when uh, Izzy was dropping the M-bombs, and it'll be awesome. <laughs> Dude, that is the dumbest fucking fight. Like, Max bet. If we can get Costa fucking cum shot, though, Comey, that would make it worth it. Like, you want to talk about some funny shit. How many press conferences until Strickland throws an N-bomb back at Izzy. It, he's, it, it might not take too many. He's <laughs> dumb enough the first five minutes. Like, straight up. That dude is, is literally dumb enough the first five minutes. It's going to be fun. Going to be uh, fun. I don't... I don't give a shit about this KO main event. It, it might be one of the worst in modern history. And that's saying something. Wesley. I really want to fade Meatball. Can't do it. That's all I'm going to say. Can't do it. I said I really want to. I know, but you can't. This chick is, <laughs> the other chick is so that's bad. All, that's all I can say. They're that's giving her a fucking say. layup. If she does not win, that that's is amazing. All, that's why all I can say is I really want to. <laughs> um, I feel like the the Stolyarenko round one sub. What's the price on that? It's, what do we got that, there? That's the that's the angle to look at. Oh, yeah. is that out? Yeah, I think it's out. Her in round one is like six hundred. Yeah. Her round one sub is like only seven seven fifty at a spot. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. That's terrible. Once 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 ten or something like that. Yeah, we sure. need quad, we need four digits. Yeah. Yeah. Round one sub. I see an eight fifty out there. FanDuel. Um, yeah, that's I wanted more. This is this main event is or co main event is so disappointing in so many ways. Um, so we're gonna move on to the main event where Martin Tybura taking on No. You want me to fight who? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not the best shit ever. Oh, uh, Sean. Yeah, this this should be Aspinall. Um the dude's good. I know he's at like I I uh I had blades. I think that's that's what's cursed me this year was when I uh I got that dub against uh, Aspinall by injury. Um, I, I've lo- I won that one, but I lost the other two. We had some yeah, other injury yeah. that was That's losses. Been so. on the wrong side of all three. There was Ortega against yep. Yair. That was one. Yep. I forget what the other one was. Yeah, I forget. Probably something with Brandon Royval. He's always injured. Um, Aspinall's good. He's he's good everywhere. I think he if he's smart, he, he takes down Tibera and and subs him. Um, 
If it's on the feet, it, it gets a little bit greasier, but he's going to be so much faster and throws way more volume that even if it stays on the feet, he's, he should get Tiberio out of there. Um, probably got to chalk him up in a couple parlays. See if I can tempt the gods. Wesley. Aspinall is very good for a heavyweight. Only way he loses is if his other Injury. knee goes. Yeah, yep. if his other if his other knee goes. Um, yeah, and inside the distance, chalk it up. Yeah, I think it happens quick as well. Uh, massive speed difference here, and Tiber is that guy that a few years ago everyone was like, "Oh man, his chin is just like completely shot," um, and now he's probably fighting by far the most dangerous dude that he's fought since that run kind of stopped. Um, also, it's not look, like... look who Tibera fought yeah. the last three times. The big, the big hitters at, at uh, heavyweight. <laughs> look at the guys he lost to. Oh, I the know. big hitters at heavyweight. Augusto, Sad Belly, Sakai. Uh, and, Abdurakhimov. Uh, yeah. yeah that's Abdurahim, bad. Maybe. That is bad. Um, yeah, like, people were concerned about his chin for good reason, because if you're getting knocked out by those dudes, that is not ideal. Um, and he's essentially been able to grapple and grind his way through all of his other fights. It's not happening here. He, he's going to get clipped and knocked out early again, and um, yeah, I, I like me some Aspinall. Who? That's it. We got it in under an hour and 30 minutes. Just barely. Bullshitted a lot. Sean's, yeah. We talked about some, some hog. We talked about some other stuff. It was, it was all right. Very disappointing. Next week. Next week. Oh, next. next we week. actually have a card next week. What's These the are the ones we got to just, we got to wait for. Gaethje Next Poirier week's two, Pereira Blockowitz. Yeah. I mean, so it's a, they got, it's a, it's a solid they got, pay-per-view. They it's, got it's a, they got a Black Beast sacrifice buried on the fucking prelims. Jesus. Yeah, they buried Black Beast on the prelims, and he's probably going to knock a motherfucker out again. I have once. a feeling that that might get uh, rearranged because we lost the, the Costa Askarov like, or Askarov fight. I don't care how many he loses. Like, you don't. That man goes on the main card regardless because there's always the opening a chance. Up the main card. There's always a chance he gives you a highlight. Like, literally, always a chance with that dude. How the fuck yeah. you bury him on a, on a fucking prelim, man? That's crazy to me. How many more people recognize anyone else than him we got wonder boy against Pereira like that should be that could be very we, we good did lose, very uh, Baeza versus Matthews which oh that's an okay okay prelim but Kiesa Holland should be wild as hell like there's some fun good, some good fights on there there's man. some fun fights on this card it's going to be good. About time. Solid one. We'll uh, see you folks next week for that one. How, how do we want to close off? What do we got? Get the fucking work, Lance. 
Uh, let's hope a fight gets cancelled so I don't have to trim the last fight in Teltmaster. Mm-hmm. Where's the fight at?